Hello, and welcome to the Cosmic Cauldron with host Jamie and Charlotte, where we discuss spirituality, paganism, witchcraft, holistic lifestyles, and everything in between. So gather around the cauldron every Wednesday, where we brew up a new topic. Hello, and welcome back to the Cosmic Cauldron. We're so glad you're here this week as we cover episode 41 on Scorpio season. I'm Jamie. And you can find me on Instagram at Jamie Amanda Official, and that's J-A-I-M-E. And I'm Charlotte, and you can find me at Eclectic Charge over on Instagram. So this week we are, or at least I am, <laughs> I am no Charlotte is too, but I am particularly excited about Scorpio season because it is very near and dear to me as my rising is Scorpio. And I really feel like in a lot of ways, I embody what Scorpio is um, very well. It's very well balanced with my Aquarius nature. So again, this is one that I am stooped, stooped. What am I? <laughs> yes. Stupendous. Stupendous. <laughs> this is, <laughs> this is another one that I am stoked to, to talk about So Charlotte, why don't you get us started? Yes, I am ready for this energy shift. Right now, we are recording a little ahead of Scorpio season, but we're in the process of transitioning from Libra season over into Scorpio season. And I don't know about you, but I am really ready for this shift. Actually, I do know about you because you just told me (laughs) (laughs) now scorpio season will take place approximately on october 23rd this is when the sun moves over into the sign of scorpio i believe venus is shortly behind that as well and we're just gonna start feeling the energy shift we're we're moving from libra which is more of an accommodating sign with an emphasis on harmony. And we're moving over to Scorpio, which is a water sign. This is a sign with a lot of depth and layers. Yeah, I would say that if you consider the water zodiac signs at different depths, that um, this this one, Scorpio, is definitely at the bottom. <laughs> it's, it's on the ocean floor. <laughs> yes. Yes. You know, all water signs sort of have this um, association of, of depth and and moodiness that sort of comes along with that. But I would say that, that Scorpio is definitely considered to be the, the moodiest of the signs. And I think a lot of that goes along with the time of year that this happens and, you know, drawing in the elements, you know, with the the changing of the seasons and just shifting from that light half of the year over to a darker period. Now, with that, Scorpio also has a lot of associations with transformation. You can think about the season that we're in. Uh, We're coming up on Samhain. We are in the midst of autumn. Yeah, to me, Scorpio is sort of like the gateway 
into the shadow world, into that shadow work. They're like the keepers of that world. So it it definitely ties into that idea of transformation um, because they are not scared. They are ready, you know, to to dive right in and to reinvent themselves again and again and again as much as necessary. Yes, yes. Scorpio rules the eighth house, which is a house of transformation. And, you know, it's it's sort of that death, rebirth, secrecy are, are themes of both Scorpio and the eighth house. Not only that, but Scorpio is, in traditional astrology is ruled by Mars. And Aries is another sign that's ruled by Mars. So you'll get a lot of themes of drive and, you know, go-getting. They're, they're really going after what they want and it's about overcoming obstacles. You know, this isn't a sign that is meek by any means. You know, sometimes water signs can can be passed over as being weak when that's really not the case. But even more so when it comes to Scorpio, they do have that Mars influence behind them. In modern astrology, Scorpio is ruled by Pluto, which is the planet of transformation. So in this season, these are going to be your basic themes. It's going to be death, rebirth, transformation, and drive. Like if you have an obstacle that has been in your way, this is a great time to utilize this energy to break through it. This is a period of self-improvement. But, you know, with that said, it's not like that glossed over self-improvement, like you actually have to dive deep and get to the root of things and really process it before moving on. That's that to me is what this season embodies. Yeah, I can relate to that <laughs> in such a real way because, you know, I had some things happen in my life last year and in the past I would have probably tried to glaze over. Um, but I, I've learned more about myself and I really had to take time, like literally a year to get my head right and to get my emotions in check. It does take a very long time now for me to <laughs> analyze things and work through things. But I also recognize the importance of doing that and not glazing over it. So luckily for me, I have the flexibility to be able to do that now. I've created that for myself. But, um, but yeah, I can definitely relate to that one. <laughs> To get to, you know, the nitty gritty of it, like, the only way out is through. So it's through processing, you know, these emotions and, it, you know, sometimes re-experiencing them or at least re-evaluating them through a different lens. And while that can sound scary, what's on the other side of that is so very much worth it. And, you know, this is a good time to practice shadow work. You've got the the cosmic energies are lending its hand to to helping you process things at this time to come out on the other side the person that you want to be. So this is this can be a period of intensity. I do not want to shortchange that. Scorpio is a water sign. It can be very intense. For sure. But what's on the other side of that growth is really the the ultimate goal. This is where your sights should be set. Now, for Scorpio, 
I wanted to give a list of traits for strengths and weaknesses. This way you can sort of combine the two and get an overall picture of what the arch, 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 archetype, archetype, motherfuck, archetype? Archetype. Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) What the overall archetype of a Scorpio is. Because Scorpios are multifaceted human beings, just like any other sign or any other person. So I just wanted to give you these two frames of reference so you can paint a picture of what Scorpio embodies. Now, some of the strengths of Scorpio are that they are driven. They are very dedicated, they are ambitious, courageous, and bold. So Scorpio is also a sign of sexuality. This is a very passionate individual. But on the flip side of that, and moving over into the weaknesses of Scorpio, sometimes this is a very possessive sign. Uh, They could be paranoid or they could be jealous. At times they can be clingy. This can be a manipulative or vindictive sign. Well, I mean, the Babylonians, after all, did did label Scorpio as the scorpion for that reason. They can be very sharp tongued, very controlling, suspicious, um, definitely opinionated. <laughs> and yes. sometimes on the outside, that can make it seem like they're a very difficult kind of character to deal with. But that really is just surface level. You know, when you really dig into a Scorpio's true personality, you tend to find a very sensitive person, a very generous person. And oftentimes they're just using that hard outer shell to protect themselves, right? Because they are the sign of transformation. They're constantly going through shit, constantly walking yes. through fire. And so it's like their shell is just maybe a little bit thicker. And so it just takes a little bit more to penetrate that sometimes, I think. And I, I can relate to that as well. You know, it's it's both benefited me and not benefited me in my lifetime being that yes. way. Um, and I've learned now to be a little bit more transparent and to, you know, working on emotional intelligence. I think that's very important for this sign is emotional intelligence because I have met some seriously whack Scorpios. Okay. There's, <laughs> there's healed and unhealed versions of each sign, right? We've talked about this before in a previous episode. So, you know, just being willing to look at yourself <laughs> and evaluate yes. yourself and constantly be trying to improve and, 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 in your personal life that way, I think is important for any sign, but definitely Scorpio. Yes. And you'll sort of find that commonality with a lot of the water signs um, in efforts to sort of form a layer of protection against, you know, their sensitivities. It, It does come across as a very tough exterior. But yeah, just like you said, we've mentioned in a previous episode that, you know, there are healed and unhealed versions. So these lists of traits are just that. You have to understand that a person is a multifaceted individual. Nobody will be any of these. These are just some of what you may find in the overall personality. Now, moving on into some of the correspondences for Scorpio. For one, the modality of Scorpio is a fixed sign. And when a sign is And when a sign is a fixed sign, this generates a very steady and stable presence. You find this in Tauruses, in Aquarius. Uh, Your chart is heavily fixed. (laughs) 
but it, it really creates a steadiness and a stability there. Uh, they can be very set in their ways. Now, the symbol for Scorpio is the scorpion. And as Jamie just mentioned, this is a great representation. They, they have that little stinger on there. So they can and will get you if necessary. We've also already discussed that this is a water sign. So that brings with it this very intuitive, sort of fluid energy. The tarot card that represents Scorpio is the death card. And what this means in tarot and for Scorpio is themes of transformation. This, these are, you know, the elements of rebirth and death and sort of that cyclical nature where you are ever evolving. Some crystals that align with Scorpio are topaz. Another crystal that is good for Scorpios is bloodstone. And as previously touched on, Scorpio is one of the many signs that has a traditional and a modern ruling planet. In traditional astrology, Mars ruled Scorpio. Mars also rules over Aries. Now, in modern astrology, the planet that rules Scorpio is Pluto. I'm just sitting here reading a lot of these correspondences from the notes that I took and just kind of reading it again and, and being like, wow, like this really, <laughs> this is so me, <laughs> like right down to the health correspondences and everything, like things that they deal with, they tend to deal with and the different traits and things. It's like, wow, like the bird, there's the, a bird apparently for Scorpio is hawk. I freaking love hawks. I'm always talking about ops. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the, I, I didn't know there was an angel, an archangel association with Scorpio either. I don't think we've ever mentioned this on a previous episode, but I found this. So I wanted to mention it because it's Gabriel, which also happens oh. to be my son's name, um, which is a really interesting story that maybe I'll tell one day how that name came about. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I just found that, that really cool. I love that. Astrology, <clears throat> there, you know, we are not just one sign. Astrology is all the planets were in a specific sign. And this creates a very layered and nuanced individual. So like when you're diving into it, you'll find all these synchronicities and these things that you know, just really align with who you are as a person. And that's one of my favorite things about astrology. Yeah, it is really fascinating. Um, the layers and layers and layers and how how they can really help you just align with your life in such a more meaningful and like peaceful way, which is one reason why we love doing this series, you know, is it just helps you become that much more self-aware um, so that hopefully you can live a more guided life and not so just flying by the seat of your pants, I guess you could say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think that's been my MO here recently is flying by the seat of my pants. <laughs> well, I suppose everything has its place in our life sometimes, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's that cyclical nature that we were talking about. <laughs> yep. <laughs> now, during this Scorpio season, which is roughly between October 23rd and it will end in mid to late November. 
So that is the entirety of the Scorpio season. And in this season, we have both a new moon and a full moon. Now the new moon always aligns with the sign that the sun is in. So for this new moon, of course, it will be in Scorpio. However, for this particular new moon, which occurs on the 25th of October, this is also a solar eclipse. Now, where we're at, we're not going to be able to see it. I believe that the solar eclipse is will be visible in Europe and Central and Western Asia and nowhere near us. So we're not going to be able to see it. <laughs> no, but we will definitely feel it. Yes, exactly. And around this time, around lunar eclipses and solar eclipses, you'll, in the spiritual communities online, you'll see a lot of back and forth about whether or not to practice magic during this time. I do. But, you know, this is me personally. Some people find that the energy is sort of chaotic. But for me, and in particular paired with Scorpio, which is the sign of transformation, I feel like this sort of shake this shit up energy just, it aligns really well with the overall theme of this season. Yeah, I think so too. And I think if if there are any changes that you've been thinking about making in your life, if there is anything that you've been needing to let go of, if there's any new doors that you've been asked to step through, this new moon is your chance to do that with a bang. Do not pass yes. this up. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Solar eclipses or also lunar eclipses, but you know, in this case, solar eclipses. No, I'm just, I'm just rambling at this point. <laughs> so solar eclipses are, are, it's a very potent energy. And I, I wouldn't want to pass this by like, Eclipses are times of change. Like this is a, you know, coupled with the fact that, you know, it's a new moon. It's just a powerful time for setting intentions. Some of the things that you can do during a solar eclipse, if you choose to practice magic during this time, this is completely up to you. But, you know, it's a good time to make solar eclipse water. So instead of, you know, busting out your moon water, utilize that solar energy the solar eclipse, this is going to be a powerful tool in harnessing this energy, this energy of change, this potent, powerful energy of transformation. And another thing that you can do is this would be a good day to charge your crystals. But all in all, for me personally, I feel like solar eclipses, particularly in Scorpio season where the themes are already so aligned, this is just a great time for setting intentions for change, for transformation. Really get in there and figure out the life that you want to see for yourself. That's sort of the overall theme for this period. And I love that there's a solar eclipse for this new moon. Now, transitioning into some of the things that you can do for the Scorpio new moon or even for the Scorpio season as a whole. This is a great time to focus on spells for transformation, as we've mentioned. But as we've also mentioned, Scorpio is a passionate sign. So one thing 
that you can work on during this time is sex magic. We have previously recorded an episode on this, so if you have not already, you should give this one a listen. But that energy, you know, sort of that lustful and sexual, sensual side of Scorpio, this is a great thing to lean into. Yes, because side note, I did a lot of work last year on using that energy of our sacral chakra, that that sexual power that we have innately as human beings in your manifestation and transformation practices. So yeah, definitely, definitely give that episode a listen and see how you can work that into your own life. Yes. You know, and you can even add on to the existing themes of transformation and rebirth and you can channel, you know, your orgasms into a very, very powerful intention. The Scorpio season, as well as the new moon, this is a great time for focusing on self-empowerment. This is a time for facing fears and overcoming obstacles. So this makes this a great time to focus on spell work relating to these matters. These can be spell jars, they can be candle spells, it can even be a ritual. This can be shadow work. You can approach this in several different ways, but these are some of the overall themes for working with this energy and incorporating it into your own practice. And sort of along the lines of transformation, this is also a great time for work involving banishing. Now, this doesn't have to be a personal banishing. It could be, you know, an outside influence that you need to remove from your life. The Scorpio season and the Scorpio new moon would be a great time to focus on this work. There's also a very protective energy around this time. It is a good time to put your protections in place. I have recently posted a protection simmer pot, but, but this can look like a room spray. This can be candle magic, you know. There are many protections in place. A lot of the time for me personally in my own home, I use wards as a protection. I also keep a broom by my doorway. So little things like this, you can create your own ritual for this season and lean into, you know, if you're performing this magic on the new moon, you can lean into that intention setting portion of the process. And, and if you are lunar sensitive, and you find that this new moon, you are just not up for it, you can put some moon water in your window seal and sort of harness this overall power and psychic energy because Scorpio is a water sign. So you can definitely lean into the intuition and psychic aspect of this energy as well. And now for a quick break to go over some exciting things that we're working on over here at Cosmic Cauldron before we move on to some rituals and our own plans for Scorpio season. We'd love to have you following us over on Instagram at 
Cosmic Cauldron podcast. And while you're there, click the link in our bio. We've got a lot of information there, a lot of fun things. And we've just recently included a tip jar. In addition to that, we have officially launched our Patreon community. And we are so stoked to bring you guys a deeper way to connect with us and to get even more value from this podcast. We've got three different ways that you can join and be a part of us and support us in that way. And so again, be sure to head over to our Instagram, click that link in our bio and you'll find the Patreon link in there and you can go and see how you can join us. Uh, There's different tiers and without going into too much detail here for the sake of time, um, one of them is really, really cool and you're going to get to learn and grow with us and be like an active part of this community. And um, and build your collection and your skills as a witch. So we love you guys. Thank you for being here again. Now back to the podcast. Now for the later part of Scorpio season, we have the full moon in Taurus. And that takes place approximately the 8th of November. Now, just like Scorpio, I'm going to go over a few strengths and weaknesses for the sign of Taurus. Um, just so you can get an overall feel for what a Taurus person or a Taurus energy may feel like. Now, some of the strengths for Taurus are stability. Uh, They're a logical sign. They're very trustworthy and dependable, and they're also very determined and sensual beings. Now, on the flip side of that, some of the weaknesses for Taurus are that they are stubborn. They can be very jealous or materialistic and possessive as well. They can also veer towards laziness. But remember, as I am stating this, I am not saying Tauruses are negative or positive. I am just going through the overall personality traits that a Taurus could possess. So You keep this in mind when you are formulating your plans, what type of magic you want to perform under this energy, things like that. Now, some of the correspondences for Taurus, their modality is fixed. They are an earth sign, which brings in that grounded and practical energy. They are represented by a bull, which sort of goes over that stubborn energy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) They are ruled by the planet Venus, which brings in that air of sensuality. Uh, Their tarot card is the Hierophant. And some crystals that pair well with Taurus are Emerald and Kyanite. As we briefly touched on, this is a fixed sign. So, Just like Scorpio, it has this very stabilizing element to their being. They can be very fixed in their ways. And with the Earth sign, this is a very grounded and down-to-earth energy. So some of the things that you can do for this full moon, and remember that full moons, while they're a time for manifestation, it is also a time of potent energy. So we've got that New moon in Scorpio with the eclipse followed by the Taurus full moon. So this is just a very powerful time for getting shit done. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, and I personally have so much going on in the next month. I'm just like, whoo, girl. <laughs> Buckle your seatbelt. <laughs> yes, it sort of it, it falls right here. It really does. Now, some of the magic that you can perform for a full moon in Taurus is spells that focus on sort of harnessing this grounding and practical energy. Taurus is also a sign that deals with financial matters. They rule the second house. And this can be a good time for prosperity work or if you have any financial goals, uh, sort of on the heels of the Scorpio new moon and the solar eclipse, you know, if there are any transformations that you need to make in regards to how you approach your finances, you know, maybe a limiting belief, or maybe you overspend, this would be a good time to focus on setting that intention in Scorpio season and moving it over into the Taurus full moon. But you don't have to limit yourself to that. Full moons are a time of potent energy. I find that I can utilize this energy for most types of spell work. Whereas, you know, you have the new moon that's sort of set for intention. Waning moon is more for releasing. Uh, The waxing moon is for attracting. I sort of feel like the full moon encompasses a portion of this. Like what it is, is tapping into that powerful energy of when the moon is at the height of its power. Now, when it comes down to Taurus, it's also a great time to focus on your foundations and your stability. This doesn't have to be financial stability, maybe mental stability. I know that I've been struggling here recently. (laughs) Haven't we all, girl? Yes. (laughs) So it's a great time to, to focus on matters of stability and just sort of laying the foundations for things to come. But Taurus is also another sign that's great for banishing work. They have a very decided nature about their being. So if there is something you need to cut off, this is also a great energy for that. Yes, and and how appropriate that I am marrying the love of my life on 11-11, right after these really potent moon cycles. Um, Yes. It really speaks to the transformation, (laughs) stability, (laughs) um, all of those things for me in my life right now. So yeah. I hadn't even considered that, but God, that aligns so perfectly too. It really does. I hadn't really either until you were speaking all of that. And I was just like, oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Just another one of the many reasons that I love astrology and I love working with it, not only in like my magic and my spell work, but on a personal level, you know, it really, it really highlights uh, that, that cyclical nature of life. And like we always do this part of the episode, we're going to share with you sort of some of our plans for Scorpio season, maybe for the moon cycles and just some general rituals that, um, that you could try for yourself. 
So Charlotte, what are you going to be doing in this Scorpio season? Yes, I know for this Scorpio season, like I said at the beginning of the episode, we are still in Libra season right now. So in this transition over to Scorpio season, my goal, my focus for this is to get out of my people-pleasing tendencies. I have recently become painfully aware that I possess this um, sort of desire to please people. And I'm sure it's exacerbated by being in Libra season. But, <laughs> but I am ready to put this down. I, I This is no longer my weight to carry. So what I want to do is utilize this Scorpio energy, this solar eclipse energy to let that go. And I actually have a spell in mind and I will be releasing it here really close to the time that this episode comes out over on my Instagram page at Eclectic Charge. So if that is something you're interested in, you can go check that out there once it's live. And of course, we'll post it up to our stories at the Cosmic Cauldron podcast on Instagram. Jamie, what are your plans? Well, one main plan (laughs) is to marry the man of my dreams who I am passionately in love with. And it supports me in a way that that speaks to that stabilization factor that we mentioned just a few moments ago. And so, I mean, I'd say that's, <laughs> that's probably the biggest ritual or plan that I have for the Scorpio season, but. Um, and it is, it is, and it is, it's the, the, the ultimate ritual shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, honestly, it really is. So I'm, I I love, you know, I didn't necessarily plan it for the energy of the season. We actually just picked um, the number because it meant something special to us. But the way that it aligns with everything is just, I mean, I'm not surprised at all because that's just how things work in my life. <laughs> and and any, you know, anytime you're an intuitive person, you end up having a lot of these aha moments where you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't even realize it. Of course, duh, yes. you know. <laughs> so. So that one's near and dear, obviously, but I am beginning to work with moon magic a little bit more. So um, I'll definitely be creating some moon water for both of these because they really speak to things that I am personally working on in my life. Like transformation is something that I'm always doing. And so the new moon, I'm definitely going to put a lot of emphasis on setting intentions and uh, probably journaling a lot and just trying to like get things out of me, you know, out of my mind, out of my spirit. So I'll probably do like a burn, a burn ritual, um, is what's feeling right for me. Um, and then, yeah, with the, with the full moon in Taurus, I am doing a lot of money work personally and doing a lot of transformation. In fact, a lot of the, um, horoscopes and things I've read for Aquarius lately have literally spoken exactly to me learning how to deal with money better. I think I showed you one in particular where I was like, well, I'll be damned. Were they speaking directly to me? Right. It wasn't (laughs) subtle at all. It was not subtle. So I was like, okay, this is the time for me to be working on that. So I'll be definitely working on that with the full moon, but I'm also going to be, um, 
doing like a free workshop. And I don't know exactly what that's going to look like yet, but um, Spirit has been speaking to me literally just since we've been doing this episode um, about doing some sort of um, maybe like live ritual online where we take advantage of the energy of these moons and just um, work together in a way that can be very healing. So I will be announcing that on my page um, at Jamie Amanda official J A I M E. So be on the lookout for that. Cause I'm actually really excited for that. Um, it feels really potent, the energy around it. Um, and I also have some, some paid offers coming up soon that I'm launching as well. So I will be mentioning those during that, that free, free event. So be sure to be there for that. You're not going to want to miss it. I will be in attendance. I am excited. I, I have some personal transformation that I need to do too. So <laughs> yeah, sign me up. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for this episode 41 on Scorpio season. We are so glad that you made it through another entire episode with us. And we love you so much for being a part of the Cosmic Cauldron Coven. And we would love to see you over in our Patreon. So again, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Cosmic Cauldron Podcast. And until next time, blessed be. Peace out.